their lives are changed. They're, they're full of energy, enthusiasm, and courage. They go forth from the room, and they begin talking to everyone they meet about Jesus Christ and who he is. Peter becomes the spokesperson for the community, and he gives a long sermon. At the end of it, he says, let the whole house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. The people who heard him say all of these things about Jesus and end with that grand peroration are, are struck to the heart. We're, we're told they, they were cut to the heart and they asked Peter, what should we do? Something happened in hearing about Jesus. Peter says, well, be baptized, every one of you. And that day, 3,000 were baptized and they began living the Christian life. That dynamic of hearing about Jesus, of having something happen within us and being changed by it, and then receiving the sacrament of baptism and beginning living as a Christian are the topic of these lectures. What we're going to do in this course is several different things. Today and in the next lecture, we're going to be taking a look at the scriptural background. Today, we're going to look at the earliest Christian patterns of response to Jesus and how people came into the life of the church, primarily in the Acts of the Apostles. Next time, we're going to take a look at Jesus' own baptism and how that has a tremendous impact on the way that Christians think about baptism in general. And then we're going to explore what Paul, in his letter to the Romans, and John, in his gospel, describe as different ways of thinking about what baptism means. Then we're going to move into a historical overview of how the sacraments of initiation developed over time. We're going to take a look at the earliest days of the church up to the legalization of Christianity in the early fourth century. Then we're going to explore what a lot of people call the golden age of Christian initiation. And we're going to see how People celebrate the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, Eucharist in a single ceremony, and how that is explained by a number of 4th and 5th century bishops who explain what baptism is all about. We're going to move into the Middle Ages and see how this unified celebration of coming to Christ splits up into three separate sacraments celebrated at three different moments in the life of the church. And we're going to look at medieval scholastic theology and how it develops a theology based on this threefold celebration, three separate sacraments in the life of the church. The Reformation has a tremendous impact on all of the Catholic Church's celebration of the sacraments. And we'll explore Luther and a couple of other Protestant reformers to see exactly what it is they say about sacraments in general and about baptism in particular, and then how the Catholic Church responds to that in the Council of Trent. The, the Council of Trent says some things, and then the church in 1614 issued a brand new ritual for the celebration of the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, and first communion. The last historical topic that we're going to consider is how the whole Christian understanding of its extent shifts radically in the 15th and 16th century with explorations of Africa and India, and then the European discovery of the Americas. And suddenly, a brand new age of evangelization and of the spread of Christianity sweeps across the church. 
And it forces the church to rethink the way that it does this praxis of bringing people into the church. How does one initiate new Christians? The last part of the course is going to take a look at the way that we celebrate the sacraments of initiation now. The Second Vatican Council launched uh, an overall reform of the liturgy of the church in the light of, of a certain number of principles. We'll look at those principles, and then we'll take a look at the right of Christian initiation of adults, the right of baptism for children, and the right of confirmation. We're not going to look a whole lot at the celebration of the Eucharist. That topic is taken up in other places in the Now You Know Media world. But, but we will talk about Eucharist as the capstone of the process of becoming a Christian. So those are the three things that we're going to look at. Scriptural origins, historical developments, and the current celebration of the sacraments of an